All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Damian, and tonight it is 54 degrees. Another chilly night as we record our podcast and sip this wonderful coffee. We're sipping on a caramel iced coffee from McDonald's tonight. Decided to switch up the location, went over to my mom's earlier, cut the grass, took care of the lawn, did a little weed whacking, still some work to be done, but I took the edge off, so to speak. And now I'm going to share a few thoughts that I had while I was out there cutting the grass. You know, when you cut the grass, sometimes you get into that little Zen Buddha consciousness mode and your mind just clears and things just start flowing. So yeah, I'm going to share a little bit of that with you today. So grab your cups, shake around your ice if you're drinking an iced coffee like me in 54 degree weather, or take a sip if yours is a little warmer. And let's go. So as you know, we may have a few sounds in the background, a couple loud pipes, a couple engines. There's a car going by there right now, a couple trucks. It's Saturday night, people are moving. It's getting warmer while it's still cold. It's been anywhere between 44 to 54 at night. And then in the daytime, it goes up to maybe a high of 75. We haven't hit any 80 degree temperatures or whatever, but either way, people are moving. It is what it is. But a few thoughts that I wanted to share with you guys while I was out there cutting the grass. You know, in that little Zen consciousness, just listening to the motor idle and just as I moved across the grass, then I had the weed whacker, you know, just get the little zone. Anyway, thought that occurred was as I'm taking off these four inches of grass, the little sprouts that popped up when we had that good rain that just blew through here. I was thinking people have been sitting at home all winter, getting fat, eating chips, inactive, not really doing anything, lethargic, lazy. That's what bears do. That's what animals do. People don't move around when it gets cold. We, we become sluggish. But now you're starting to see bees pollinate flowers, starting to see little animals come out from under the rocks. Things are becoming active. People are just feeling more energized as the sun beams. But here's the thing. What will people see when you come out of your hibernation hole? What will people see when you step into the light? Will they see that you continued to work on the things that you started last summer? If you said, I'm going to read The Great Gatsby last summer, and you know, then you just disappear and you have the winter time, and now the time has come, it's rolled back around, and people are like, hey, what have you been up to? I haven't seen you since last summer, and you said you were going to start reading The Great Gatsby over the winter. Did you do that? Oh, no, something came up. Oh, what came up? Well, you know, family, life, this, that. I was distracted, didn't really get around to it. Okay, so you didn't read the book, no. Yeah, but I'm going to read it this year. You're going to read it this year? Okay. Have you heard that before? Have you heard people do that? Or maybe somebody says, um, yeah, I'm losing weight. You know, I'm serious about it. Maybe January, February, March, April, they were hitting it strong, right? July, their body's starting to tighten up. Then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to Spain for a few months. I'll see you next year. I'll be back around the spring. And a little bit of weight that they had lost prior to you leaving is now back with interest. Right? Maybe they lost 10 pounds. Now you come back in there, 25 pounds. So you say, what happened? You were doing so well with your diet plan. Oh, yeah, I fell off the wagon about September. And then Thanksgiving, you know, so we have to eat the turkey and Christmas. And then we had the New Year's party. Okay, so they come back into the new year with excuses, right? They come back from the hibernation with excuses. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, but didn't, right? Some people do this. But there are those that continued working. There are those that will blow your mind. Do you remember back in the day when you were in school and you would have that girl, maybe she was a little chunky, a little chubby, you know, chubby cheeks, still had the baby fat on her, right? We're talking 
sixth, seventh grade or something like that. You know, some of those girls. And or maybe he was even a, a boy, right? He had the pimples and the acne. He didn't really have any shoulders, didn't have a chest. You know, body just wasn't really developed. You know, no facial hair or anything. And then that summer goes by, or that Christmas vacation goes by, and then he comes back or she comes back, and you're like, wow, what happened to this person? They look like a completely different person. Just dropped all the weight, hit the growth spurt, matured, voice became a little deeper. The girls got a little more feminine, you know, a little more shapely. Things happen, you know, as people mature, but the same things happen when people are working on skills and just developing themselves. Self-development is something that should never end. You know, this is a class that's always in session. You should always be developing. You should always be learning, growing, advancing. Because when you look at it, we're always changing. From the moment you're born, you're always changing. Cells are regenerating. New connections in your brain are forming. You're learning more things. Your perception of the world is growing, right? But if you want to accelerate that, you know, if you want to accelerate that, you pick up a book, you read a book, you watch something, you have a conversation with somebody, right? You learn. We're just big sponges out there. They always talk about little kids being sponges. Put a little kid in the room, kid will hear everything the parents say and then repeat it in class. And the teacher saying, where did you get that? Why do you talk like that? Where does that language come from? Then you look at the parents and you say, okay, well, that's where the kid got it. Kid had to get it from somewhere, but we do the same thing. It's just not as noticeable, you know, in an adult because we can conceal. We learn how to lie. We learn how to hide. Somebody has a blemish on their face, they put makeup on it. Somebody's got a uh, fat stomach, what do they do? Tuck the shirt in, put a belt on, right? Suck it in, right? Walk around with their chest pumped out, you know, so all the fat's in their chest and it's not where it's supposed to be. This is what people do and this is what you learn. As you become an adult, you learn how to conceal. It's not necessarily a good thing, but this is what people do. But some people are better at doing it than others, to the point to where you don't even know who they are. You've been sitting there talking to this person for six months, seven months, eight months, maybe even living with this person, and you don't have the slightest idea of who they are because they're just that good at concealing. But eventually, the sun comes out, spring shows up, and you can't hide anymore. It's beach time, time to hit the beach, time to hit the pool. Right? Got to put the swimsuit on. Said you were on a diet last year. Okay, let's see this new body. Right? Oh, you went from a two-piece to a one-piece. Why are you wearing a one-piece now? Mmm, fell off the wagon, right? Or springtime rolls around, and maybe somebody told you last year, you know what? Next year, I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm going to cut back. Okay, so it's springtime. It's time to break out the grills, break out the ribs. Put the chicken on the grill, get the kebabs going, a couple cold ones if that's what you're into, and there you are holding down the bar. Well, what happened? I thought you were going to cut back. Yeah, man, well, you know, my wife, um, she left me, or, you know, my girlfriend's been on my nerves, or a lady says, you know, the job's just really been stressing me, you know, husband and homie isn't listening, so I have to have a few drinks to take the edge off. Okay, but, but what happened? You said you were going to cut back. You said you were going to make a change and you're going to work on that over the winter. You're going to continue developing yourself. And here we are back to square one. This happens. Nobody's perfect, right? We all don't just, if we could all just wake up and do everything that we said we would do, then we'd all be in a different state at this point. Life would be different. We'd all be millionaires. It's just not how it happens. But there are those that are millionaires. There are those that manage to follow through with what they say doesn't matter how small, insignificant it is, or how grand of a task, they follow through with what they say. Key. This is key. These are the kind of thoughts that I have when I'm cutting grass. I don't know about you. 
I don't know about you. Maybe you don't cut grass. Maybe you paint rooms, right? You just got a big empty room, second bedroom. You go in there, take a paintbrush when you're bored or you got stuff on your mind and you just paint, just getting that zen, stroke up, stroke down, right? Or maybe you swim, lap one, lap two, lap three, you know, just breathe, focus on breathing, just going through the motions, right? Then you hit that state where your mind just clears and you, you can think with clarity or not think at all, just have a peace, a peace of mind. That's why I enjoy cutting the grass. You know, when I was younger, Cutting the grass used to be a chore. Mom would say, go cut the grass. Or dad would say, go cut the grass. And it's like, ah, I don't want to cut the grass. I just want to play the game. Right? I don't want to play Nintendo. I want to play Sega Genesis. I don't want to cut the grass. It's too hot outside. I'm sitting here drinking Kool-Aid playing the game. Right? But now, cutting the grass is something I look forward to. And I take pride in cutting the grass. Right? My mom, she's an older lady. You know, I've mentioned that several times before. She's an older lady. She's not going to go out there and cut the grass. I enjoy going out there doing that. She looks out the window, watches me from time to time where I'll come in. Would you like some water? Would you like some lemonade? You want a sandwich? No, I'm good. Just cutting the grass, mom. I want her yard to look nice. But as I've been cutting her yard, I feel like this yard is a part of me. It's a responsibility. It's something that I need to take care of. So when I go to her house and I see that the grass is looking a little unkempt, looking like it needs a little love, a little TLC, I say, okay. I got to come back here next week, break out the weed whacker, trim these hedges or trim these edges, pick up these branches, get this trash that's blown into the yard out of the way, put it in the trash can, keep my lawn crisp as it should be. So many things become an extension of ourselves, whether that's family, your child is a reflection of you, right? It's another piece of you. It's a smaller piece, right? Combined with a piece of someone else, but it's still a reflection of you. If your kid's out there talking with respect, you know, it's respectful, respects its elders, making decent grades in school, good work ethic, not getting in trouble. Hey, they say, well, this kid comes from a good home. But if this kid is out here stealing out of everybody's backpacks, getting in trouble, breaking into cars, doing drugs, you know, just hurting people, getting into fights all the time, they're going to say, dang, what's going on at home? Children, an extension of ourselves. Vehicles, an extension of ourselves. Sometimes you get in people's cars and it's clean, super clean. You can smell the air freshener as soon as they open the door. You could be 15 feet away. They open the door and it smells like they just opened a whole bottle of potpourri or something like that, right? Just clean. But then you go to someone else's car and it's a pigsty. It's like a landfill. It's like, oh, excuse me, let me move this trash. Let me move this. Popcorn on the floor, toys on the floor, gum, candy, old cans of soda, all these things on the floor, right? But this person sitting here is supposed to be square businesses, they say, right? It's supposed to be on top of their game. It's like, okay, you got a suit on. You, you're wearing a suit, but you have candy all over your floor. There's a disconnect. Candy all over the floor, maybe some melted ice cream in the back seat, but you have a suit on. So at work, you're walking around like Johnny Shoeshine. You have everything together. Or Mary Poppins, you know, life is perfect. Walk in, you got the perfect house, perfect marriage, perfect children, family, dog, white picket fence, you got everything laid out for you, right? But look at your car. So we can't just be all together in one area. Maybe you have the perfect body, right? Guy, 235 pounds, solid muscle, freaking beast, freaking tank or lady, skin tight, hair always together, nails done, always says the right things, figure just, you know, jumps off the magazine, Vogue magazine figure. But what about the rest of you? Right? What, about, what, what about your mindset? 
What about your goals? What about your dreams? What about your beliefs? Is there anything behind the appearance? Is there anything behind the appearance? And this is where a lot of people fall short. This is where a lot of people end up in relationships they didn't want to be in in the first place just because something looks good. And it actually isn't. He's got a nice car. He has all of his teeth. He has hair. Yes, these things look good. And they may feel like they're important at the time. But um, in the middle of the night, when you're upset because you had a rough day, maybe you're going through something and you need someone to talk to, those perfect teeth and that hair and his cool car is not going to pick you up. Or when you come home because the man laid you off, he told you you've been working 15 years and we don't need you anymore, right? He's going to cut your salary in half. You can take this pay cut or you can go, right? That's what the employer says, you know, man comes home, just beat down. Okay, he has his supermodel wife. Her body, her appearance is a supermodel. But when he just needs somebody to understand and listen to him, he's not going to find it in her because she's too busy looking in the mirror at herself. So you're sitting here telling her, well, yeah, it was a, it was a rough day today. Um, they're doing a lot of layoffs. And he told me that I could take a pay cut. And then she's in the mirror, right, putting on freaking mascara, right? You know, I know I'm getting off the wagon here. Maybe it's the coffee. Maybe it's late at night. Maybe it's cold. I don't know. But these are the kind of thoughts that come into mind. When I cut the grass, <laughs> it's the spring. It's the spring. We're about a week away from the official launch of spring, March 20th. We have a time change coming up March 12th. For those of us living here in America, I don't know about the rest of the world, but where I live, time will be going forward an hour. We call it spring forward, fall back. So in the spring, you move the clock forward an hour. In the fall, you move it an hour back. These are the things that happen. But I'm not going to get too long-winded here. Just wanted to uh, pop in, check on you guys. I enjoy the fact that a lot of you out there have been giving me some feedback. Makes me feel good to know that these words are not falling on deaf ears. Let's go ahead and take one more sip. Because like I said, it is a little chilly outside. And I'll see you in the next one.